Hi, my name is Thais Gibson and I'm the creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video. And in this video, I want to talk to you a little bit about key signs that the dismissive avoidant is rebounding with you. And that perhaps the dismissive avoidant is not ready to really move on and be in a relationship and maybe stuck on an ex or a recent relationship that previously ended. I'm going to go through six key signs and we're going to break them down. I want to start off by saying as well that this does not mean like a rebound does not have to be like this really negative thing. I'm not sitting here saying like people should never rebound. Sometimes rebound relationships end in marriages for people. But what I think is really important and what some of the game changers are is if you're rebounding and you're getting out of a past relationship, are you still doing the work to heal? Are you still doing the self-reflection work to introspect about what patterns did not work in your past relationship, um, what needs weren't being met, how to communicate more effectively. Like, are you able to extract the golden nuggets from what wasn't working and use those things into something positive for what works for the future? I would probably lean in general towards the importance of like taking time out alone after a relationship to really kind of find yourself, hit the pause button, like focus on the relationship to yourself. But there are a lot of different cases with relationships. Some people kind of like grieve a relationship while they're still in it. Some people like kind of take that space and time to themselves to find themselves well in a relationship and then are really clear about what they want going forward. So there can be many different like reasons all this stuff takes place. What I'm going to cover in this video specifically with you is like what to recognize if you think you're somebody in the receiving end of just being a rebound perhaps and seeing if like somebody's not ready to be in a relationship as a whole. Um, and if you are the dismissive avoidant watching this video, then you can also sort of take a check in and be like, oh, is this me? Are these some of my patterns? And if so, what do I want to pay attention to? How would I like to proceed? Um, what sort of like signposts are here for me in terms of what I need to work on before being ready to really settle down into a more serious relationship? And what conversation may I need to have? Like just letting somebody know I'm not really looking for something serious or sort of setting that intention ahead of time so that there won't be like sort of a convoluted boundary long-term where somebody's confused and then both parties are heard and all that stuff that can be avoided through early communication. So step number one, um, the dismissive avoidance tends to carry some kind of resentment towards an ex. Um, this is a big sign to pay attention to. Um, we covered this too with, with fearful avoidance, but if there are two signs here and, and we tend to look for these things, if sign number one is like, this person is talking about their ex a lot and sign number two, there's also like resentment specifically geared towards that ex. So not just like a little bit of frustration or things like that, but like active resentment, um, you know, not just like, oh yeah, it kind of ended. It was a tough thing but like active resentment where you can feel like the emotional charge. And if this gets brought up fairly frequently, these are signs that, dism that the dismissive avoidance has not really moved on and has not really like found um, their, their footing post-relationship and have the chance to heal and grieve and things like that. A third sign here um, is that the DA will not talk about the ex whatsoever. We know DAs tend to um, cope by compartmentalizing, by pushing stuff down, by repressing things. And so what you can often see here is a dismissive avoidant like unwilling to go there. And if there's like an absolute unwillingness to talk about a recent ex, then that can also be a sign that this person just doesn't wanna feel what they haven't healed yet. Um, and so it's something to pay attention to. If you are the DA and you're doing this and you're noticing some of this in your patterns, you can check out our How to Heal from a Breakup course for seven days for free, which gives you more than enough time to go through the course if you have a little bit of time in the evenings each day for like half an hour or so. And it will give you like worksheets, tools for healing, action steps that can just really like speed up the process of grieving and just like help you understand the mechanics of why we grieve relationships, what needs to happen, and then give you like actionable steps, strategies, and reprogramming tools to like 
literally shorten the healing process significantly. Um, so again, you can use the link below if you want to check that out. Um, another big thing I'll tend to see here is if a dismissive avoidant um, does a lot of breadcrumbing in a relationship. And dismissive avoidance obviously can be individuals who like, because of the fears of being emotionally available or getting hurt or feeling weak when they're vulnerable or, you know, these different dynamics, they can show up like not wanting to feel shamed or criticized. Um, sometimes dismissive avoidance can be breadcrumbers a little bit in general, but we'll see a lot of like sporadic breadcrumbing when there's um, uh, a past relationship they're not over yet. And like, you know, usually what we'll see is like dating stage, somebody's really available who's DA, and then they'll start breadcrumbing after a bond has been built because they start feeling more vulnerable. So you'll usually see somebody who's a true DA, like often be really interested in a relationship, really open, everything's moving like at a decent pace, but then there's a lot, like a huge setback and breadcrumbing when those fears start to come online. Whereas if somebody's rebounding who's DA and they're not even interested in a relationship, they tend to like really breadcrumb right from the beginning. So there's not like this like active like investment first, it's just breadcrumbing. And again, these are really important signs to be aware of. And, and sometimes the DA is doing this because they're trying to communicate that they're not ready for a romantic relationship and that's their way. Um, so if you are the DA and you're realizing this about yourself, then it can be really important as well to just say like, hey, you know what? I'm noticing that this is um, where I'm at and I'm just not ready for a relationship. I wanna make that clear. Sometimes DAs think they're doing um, the right thing by like breadcrumbing because that's their way of communicating without words but sometimes people need to hear it in words to have that extra level of clarity and it can be really important to like set those boundaries in a healthier way that are going to be received in the form of communication that other people tend to receive that may be different from actions because a lot of other attachment cells are words people they want to hear like the actual words for things um and i know that can feel vulnerable if you're a da but it can be very very important and next big sign that you'll see here is that generally the DA is like not opening up emotionally at all. Again, you'll see this different than like if a DA is just scared to be emotionally available, there will be, um, when a DA is just rebounding there, there's no like intellectual availability where they're really trying to like have stimulating conversations and like invest in being present and getting to know you. And then some emotional availability, even if it's to a smaller degree um, that then goes offline when those fears come online later on. But instead you'll see again, right out of the gates, maybe more of a focus just on physical connection. And then literally like mental availability, intellectual connection, emotional connection, really kind of a shut off from very early on. And that like those big walls up um, quite strongly. And not that the pattern changes later on, but that that pattern doesn't even begin to build of like those forms of connection from the beginning. And the very last thing I would say is that there tends to be a really big dynamic of um, the dismissive avoidant going out a lot more often, um, not inviting you to things. You're not really needing any of the dismissive avoidance friends, family members, anything. Um, again, we know DAs can be a little slow moving in that area from time to time, but in this case specifically, we'll see the dismissive avoidant like not really wanting to um, put that out there at all and really like having a barrier up towards that whatsoever where you may like find for months, you haven't even met one single person in the DA's life. And again, sometimes this is their way of like putting a wall up and trying to keep a distance so that somebody doesn't get hurt, but this stuff will be so much better addressed through conversation and communication that's direct. Um, so anyways, that's it for today. Um, if you want to do a deeper dive into healing from a breakup course or even healing from like a rebound situation, check out, check out our How to Heal from a Breakup course for free for seven days. Click on the link in the description box below. And that's it for now. Thank you so much for being here and for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe if you haven't already. And I will see you in the next video.